It could have been a Zoroastrian giraffe. A Zoroastrian. It could have also just been an atheist children get presents day giraffe. Or agnostic. Let's not let's not totally shut out its possible beliefs in a greater power. Maybe it just wasn't raised with religion, so it doesn't really relate to any of that. I get that giraffe. I get you. That's the draft that you are. That yeah. draft. The draft constantly your... has to ask what Easter is all about. <laughs> it's, and always forgets. Here's the thing, giraffe. Just retain. Please retain. <laughs> I will explain it to you, honestly, at least nine times, I suppose. Oh. Because that's how long I've known you. I mean, but there's been a lot of interim explanations, too, because I'll be, you know, middle of the year. Be like, But hey. I don't explain it every year. It wasn't like yeah. you didn't come hot out of the gate being like, yo, we're <laughs> dating. What's Easter? <laughs> Let me ask so there you, had to be some uh, years in the middle where I thought you just assumed you knew yeah. of Easter. Ma- Mary Johnson, fast uh, rewind 10 years ago. Hey, Mary, I think you're cool. Um, I'd like to date you, but before I do, what's Easter, man? I don't, Here's what I'm going to say. I don't know. Here's what I'm going to tell you. What's the fuss? Tell me what's happening. <laughs> what's the fuss? Tell me. Why do you want to know? And then Mary sang all of Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> Each part individually. I don't know how to Easter. It was a really long first date, guys. There's yeah. grass and chocolate rabbits. We also, die eggs. Bunnies have something Just to do so with many eggs. something that Jesus did. What was it again? I forget. I just had so many hard-boiled eggs. I can't take it anymore. Jesus, uh, my mouth is sore. Jesus was in that tomb for three days sitting on some eggs. Oh, chocolate eggs? No, they were hard-boiled eggs. It didn't go well for him. Oh, God. He just got cracked shells. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Ah. And he couldn't even make deviled eggs out of them. Oh, (laughs) Ah, ah, killer jokes, guys. Killer jokes. Oh, God, I'm funny. Oh, hey, guys. And welcome to Categorical Oracle, the podcast where three librarians normally give neglected topics their organizational due. I'm Andrew Crawford. With me, as always, are Kelly Connedy and Mary Johnson. What are we inordinately doing? Oh, today? wouldn't you love to know? Well, I'm gonna love to tell you. Well, first off, guys, normally, let me take a second to say that normally uh, we we traditionally have ended each episode with uh, by saying we did it, yay, or some variant thereof. Today, I'm gonna do something totally different. I'm gonna flip that around, flip the paradigm <laughs> by starting off saying we did it. Yay. We done it. <laughs> what did we do? Guys, we've made 30 episodes of this show. Yay. I'm drinking wine. Yeah. Call back. <laughs> Call back. Uh, I drank a martini, so I'm not drinking wine. Also, points to Mary for the first callback of what I assume will be quite a few in celebration of this ostentatious, no, auspicious auspiciousitatious occasion uh we are doing a thing auspicitacity auspicitacious test tester i'm not sure these words are real but okay you they're not <laughs> wow there's a reason for that there's just so little faith in me right now guys sorry um anyway we're doing uh, something we're calling second sight what is second sight second sight is we look back like, like you know honestly when when you turn 30 it's it's a momentous occasion i wouldn't know <laughs> brag about it uh <laughs> where you get to take a take a take a reflective stance on your your life and see where things have been and see where you what you've done how you got to where you are and that's what we're doing today too but we're gonna we're gonna take a reflective stance and really think about what we 
could have done and could have been. Uh, so second sight, we're flipping the whole paradigm. I started this episode off by saying, yay, we did it. We are going to continue that theme by not providing categories for topics. Because we can't categorize, cat- can't it, categorize categories. That's, no, no. that's madness. That's, madness that's insanity. And foolishness. And depravity. There are limits okay. to the to the realm of organization. So what we're going to do is, uh, well, what we have done, rather, is each of us has looked back at all of the categories the three of us have individually suggested over the uh, years, actually, technically. Yeah. Wow, holy shit. <laughs> over the last 30 episodes. 30 episodes. Whee! How are you? How? Do, are you? wrestling your bra around or what are you doing over there <laughs> you know me too well no i'm um i'm obviously corralling all 30 of our episodes okay. in a la- in a magical yeah. invisible lasso as, like, as wonder woman, official... like a bra that yeah. wonder as wonder woman would a wonder yeah. bra if you How dare you wonder woman wears a bustier she doesn't need a bra yeah. um so what we're doing is uh, we each look back at all of the categories we've suggested for various topics uh over these 30 episodes and found three that didn't get selected to describe the topic at hand. Our fellow oracles cruelly oh, yeah. looked over them and chose something else, but these are actually diamonds in the rough. Yeah. And now we are going to give them a person, a place, or a thing that they would have won for. Although I found some shocking entries here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, entries that I'm like, how on earth did this not win? Oh, my Spurned God. Her. So many of those. For <laughs> this item. And Mary yeah. is just like... <laughs> They were all my categories. Well, how could they not have won? Um, I really felt that way about one of them, and it was my category. I'm like, you guys are fools. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So today we're gonna we're gonna flip we're flipping the script. We're not bringing a list of people, places, or things to categories. We're bringing categories and finding a list of categories and then answering it with people, places, or things. Yeah, we're yeah we are we are taking a list of categories and. Than finding the best people, place, or thing. We're, we're we nounizing them. We're taking a pineapple upside down cake and turning it right side up. Whoa. Wow. AKA just cake. We're making cake. <laughs> we're putting fruit on the bottom. Dannon's. Wow. <laughs> we're taking cake and making it into a cup of yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, with that in mind. What other upside down things are there? Uh, Australia. We're taking Australia and we're making it New Zealand. It wow. works. Sure. The water's going to well, go down yeah. the toilet the right way now. Um, the correct way or? The. Counterclockwise. <laughs> or clockwise. Yes. Which is technically right leaning. Lefty, loosey, righty, tidy. Is that how Australians poop? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Lefty, loosey, righty, tidy. <laughs> they say it to their own anus. <laughs> wow. The things you learn. It's really complicated. You so, chose the word that's even more uncomfortable to hear than anus. <laughs> butthole. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did we do, guys, in celebration of our 30th episode? Well, we went out, got uh, a nice dinner at our favorite restaurant, and also some drinks. We so, treated ourselves to a fine meal, so we're all sitting on an, a ton <laughs> of so fine meat. dining, meat and starch and veg, and also quite a liberal cocktail. Uh, I had... St- Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You go. I had a martini that one could bathe the bird in. <laughs> yeah. You did as well. I had a drink that featured absinthe, so it's fine. It's going to be... Say, you're all like, incense and peppermints, do, 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 do. Uh, so, yeah, we're, so we're like really primed to make this the best episode. 
ever, which would be kind of weird because it's it would then invalidate all of our normal formats. I think actually we're really primed to take a giant nap, but instead, instead for our we're fans, gonna do this. Yeah. we are going to get it up and and nounize some categories. Yeah, in celebration of this 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 ostentatious perspective uh, perspective occasion. Wow, um, we are working. Andrew didn't bathe a single bird in that martini. He just <laughs> nope, took the whole no, thing no. down. Mary, but I saw she... drink a bird that was still <laughs> yeah. alive. So. Uh, Introductory babble aside, guys, let's begin this second sight occasion with the first category to be topic slash nounize. That category is one of mine. Dearest dedicated listeners, I'm sure you recall. How could one forget? How could one forget? Last Valentine's Day, very appropriately enough, we did uh, Neko Sweetheart Candy Heart messages, particularly uh, retired. R.I.P. Uh, messages from Candy Hearts. And um, during the course of that episode, which you should check out, wink, um, I posited that a number of a number of items, particularly these items, the uh, the phrase on a candy heart, uh, cool dude, one eight hundred cupid, and let's read, should have been categorized as under the category a cool dude. You guys both relentlessly mocked me for that <laughs> brilliant decision, and uh, that's why I'm bringing it up today. So why, why am I? Why? What okay. did what one instead? I don't know. We should have written that. We down. should have written that down. That's okay. All right. That's uh, okay. If you want to know what one instead, you have to listen to the episode. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't bathe a big enough bird. <laughs> <laughs> A swan could have bathed in that martini. Yeah. <laughs> at least, like, at least a small duck. <laughs> a pelican just floated in. <laughs> Pelicans are so big, Kelly. <laughs> you, a puffin. You drank the martini out of the pelican's mouth. Are puffins the most ideal sized bird? I think they are. <clears throat> Cockapos. What? Sa- are- about the same t- size, but they're little. They look like little parrots. That's pretty good too. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so. Let me. So, so I think what we should do is, as we each present our uh, our our sort of categories for revisiting, we should explain why we think why we, why we decided to put these on the list. So I chose a cool dude, and I, I brought it back because honestly, I think there's true beauty in simplicity. Uh, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, less is more. My my angle for uh, my categories was thing who would give this heart message to somebody. And I think to say, put it simply, it seems a bit obvious and blunt, but if you were a cool dude, you would give somebody a candidate that said, cool dude. Also, let's read. Castle. And <laughs> the category is castle. Also, it inspired that recurring joke. <laughs> no, it didn't. Did it? No. I think it, it laid the foundations for that castle. <laughs> it suggested that, that that was possible. It, it opened up the land of possibility for That was the Loveland Castle. Category. A category. I have a category for it. So, um... A cool dude. Any 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 further criticisms of a cool dude from you guys? No, I just have a noun. I, I followed oh, the rules. Well, wow. Okay. Well, I will. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll I'll take the lead on this one for my topic. So so let me let me men and men first. I wow. suppose. Wow. Okay. Wow. Ouch. It's just like American politics. Shit. Well, I feel terrible. <laughs> um, not like a cool dude. So the reason again, the reason I picked this uh, originally because it was it was simple. <laughs> 
Simplicity is beautiful. Andrew, As such, if your fucking noun is that word Andrew, I swear to God, you know, I'm I, leaving right if now. You're, if your <laughs> noun <laughs> is a cool dude, I'm going to flip know the table. Guys, I'm going to have to leave. As <laughs> I, I respect you both enough to not piss you off that much again. It's, it's Mary. It's an <laughs> So the category was inspired by simplicity. And I think there's something to celebrate in simplicity. So I thought to myself, what, who is a cool dude who, who embodies the beauty of simplicity? And you might think to yourself, oh, I don't know, like Marie Kondo. She's pretty cool right now, but I haven't seen that show yet. She teaches you how to fold your, uh, your t-shirts. t-shirts and little pop tents. Which would be great. And again, speaks to the, the beauty of simplicity. But I, I, I don't have the knowledge to make that observation. I can't say how cool Marie Kondo is with any authority. So... You might think somebody, oh, let's think, what, what's, who, who inspired a wave of minimalist design and inspiration in the world? Maybe Steve Jobs? He seemed like maybe a cool dude, but that's a guy who, if you recall from our Weird Celebrity Diets episode, uh, thought it was cool to have juice for lunch as an adult man and then died because of it. So that's not particularly Loved cool. Loved juice. Loved juice Loved too fruit. much. Um, so, you know, great on the design. Not not as cool as it could be. So I, I took that further and thought, you know, who, should I pick like a, like a fancy, famous minimalist designer? I was like, maybe, but you know what? Who's who's really like a cool dude? Supermentalist. Guys, a cool dude. The best topic to match the category is the person who invented the wheel. <laughs> so simple. So important. And people think cars are cool. And as we and know like, from Donald Trump, that's middle, middle, middle ages technology and it works. <laughs> wow did he actually say that holy yes. shit well, I feel a little bit bad but you know he's wrong so. about a wall. that's the stone age yeah. right because of all the stone yeah and like like in every cartoon says the first wheel was made out of rock so if BC is a caveman how does he celebrate Ash Wednesday <laughs> so a cool dude the best topic to match that category is the person who invented the wheel okay 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 yeah. okay yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay okay I went much more modern than that. <laughs> and and some might say more minimal than that. Ooh, okay. I when I think of a cool dude, I think of smooth moves and mm. suave actions. Mystery. And <laughs> <laughs> you mean Bustic Franklin? <laughs> um and and just like really showing the world, grabbing the world by the tail, but in like in a way that means you almost don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course that led me to thinking about what was the what was the best, most chill thing one could do while talking to your crush on I on I am, mm. and that was responding simply with a sunglass emoji. Oh, <laughs> that's what I have for cool. The question food. is: the sunglass emoji the cool dude in that scenario? You're the cool dude for employing mm-hmm. the sunglass mm-hmm. emoji. Okay. For pulling the ripcord on the so sunglass So teen emoji. who replies with sunglass well, emoji. I guess it's tricky. In that moment, suddenly you are the cool dude. That okay, is the okay. you're away message. And then it, then oh, it like pulls away. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. Interesting take on that. Kelly? I went off kilter, guys. Ooh. I decided that I needed a shtick and I was watching Jeopardy. So, all of these are <laughs> phrased as if we are on Jeopardy. Oh, my God. You guys can fight over who's Alex were you Trebek. Watching Tre- oh were you watching Jeopardy on Hulu? Uh, on Amazon? It, uh, no, I was watching the old ones Netflix. on Netflix. Nice. Sorry, it's not. It's always Netflix. I was watching them on Netflix. So, doot, 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 doot. There is no sound effect when they uh, 
ringing. Uh, <laughs> is there not in real time? No, it's, it, it just lights up. Their name lights up. Well, that's no wonder they always look a little bit baffled. <laughs> yeah, Alex has to address you, and then you can answer but your the, But they make it, they add in the sound for the recorded... No, there is no sound at all when they buzz in. Oh wow! You're right. I always in, insert the do 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 do, but you're right. That's yeah. a that's a full on uh, full on. Uh, the do 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 is the you ran out of time. Bears. Yeah, the yeah. mandala effect. Whoa! Call back to call conspiracies, back, call guys. Backs. Is this a bottle episode? Am I realizing <laughs> that we find ourselves in a bottle episode <laughs> We're of this podcast? In this room. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. Let's just lean into it. Thank goodness we got a new heater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is John Mayer? A cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> I have some I have some deep I, concerns I, dispute that. I was I was in a cool dude like big old oh, air quotes okay okay sort of uh, so so you you thought the spirit of my category was sarcastic spoilers it wasn't super genuine <laughs> most genuine <laughs> most genuine all right um wow let's just let's hash it out guys Who's the coolest? Who's not okay, not the coolest dude? Because that's not the category. Who's a cool dude? Who best embodies the idea of being a cool dude? I'm leaning towards Mary. I think it's the sunglasses emoji. Because this is what I will say. I think the sunglass emoji man is the cool dude. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I don't think but yeah. you, but you employing, become. But you become the you become the sunglass emoji he, in that moment. He becomes an avatar for you. What as I think a is cool dude. Singular about the sunglass emoji is I feel like a lot of emojis you use to punctuate sentences. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think the sunglass emoji is a singular statement in and of itself. Comparatively speaking. Versus like typing something like I would never be like, I ate a whole pizza for lunch and then choose the sunglass emoji. I would pick the one that's like with one eye shut and yeah, an eye it. open and then a, a tongue. tongue. But like if you were like thinking about ordering a whole pizza for lunch, I'd be like, do it. Cool. Pause. Sunglass emoji. <laughs> yeah, I guess the sunglass emoji is a sentence into it. Or you'd reply yeah. back with the sunglass, sunglass emoji. emoji. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like it it it, it, ins- it implies a certain joie de vivre. <laughs> That can't be deni- undeniable. It makes you a cool dude. It makes you a cool dude. Well, congratulations go to Mary for taking the first. Next category is Kelly's. Kelly, it's my my category. Tell us all about it. Uh, my category is the letter F. What I love about myself is that I explain all my jokes in my categories (laughs) for us to reference back to later, a.k.a. me, because I forget sometimes. (laughs) So the letter F is in reference to uh, the joke, what's the difference between a capitalist and a flying pig? The letter F. I I honestly, this is one of the ones that I was like, why didn't this win? This is a brilliant category. This is a great category. Thank you. It was used uh, in badly used quotes. Uh, for give short shrift and money is the root of all evil. How did that not win for money is the root of all yeah. evil? I don't remember what did win too. You guys will have to, have to go back and listen. Somebody tweet <laughs> at me what it was. Yeah. Um, Someone send uh, Kelly a four square recommendation <laughs> that in the comments section you tell me what, what category what is instead. Write a one star Yelp review on something and then like make sure to mention that. Just yeah, really just, confuse some Just yeah. tag me in it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I chose my categories because I find that sometimes I am the laziest with the categories and it shows by the ones that I don't win. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares the most? So, Kelly, who cares the most? About categories? Yeah. You guys are both the tie. I mean, you care about your categories in different ways, I Mm. think. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Andrew will fight to the death about his categories. Which, but I always have patter. Yeah, but yeah. you have patter. Yeah. Buzzer. Alex <laughs> calls on me. Boo, 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 uh, boo, boo, boo. 
what do you call the grocery store after you have to pay list price for LaCroix? <gasps> oh, that's like $5. I didn't oh, in the fun fact, folks, you know this if you listen to our uh, Thanksgiving potluck episode the first time around when we rated um, LaCroix flavors. We are in a bottle episode. Yeah. We're Jesus. in a LaCroix episode. Um, <laughs> that's a can episode. We, we, we are in a bottle of gin episode. <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're at Costco when they come in bottles. Wait, what? <laughs> um, you will know uh, that LaCroix is from eh, about like two hours away, three yeah. hours away. LaCrosse, yeah. From LaCrosse, Wisconsin, from Milwaukee, which means that generally we pay four or less dollars for a 12 pack of LaCroix. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which I understand is much lower than the national average. We, I can go to Costco and get 24 LaCroix for five ninety nine. But that's a Costco. Like, right. Okay. But like at a normal grocery store, yeah. generally LaCroix is on sale for $4 yes. or less. Sometimes three fifty, which is great. But sometimes it's not on sale and you have to really think hard about how badly you want that pamplemousse. Pamplemousse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Passion fruit. The letter F. Um, when I read this, it reminded me of nothing so much as and notice all the Fs that I'm about to use since oh. the letter F is the title. My ears are perked for your Fs. Four legs good, two legs better. And I suggest that the letter F colon, the difference between a capitalist and a flying pig, would be an amazing title for a companion piece, modernized, of Animal Farm, perhaps a musical? Oh, the letter S, the musical. All right, so guys, follow along. This is gonna be this is gonna be a weird one. All right, so the letter F for the joke. What's the difference between a capitalist and a flying pig? So I I decided who I I, I narrowed in on the last bit and decided to find the best lying pig that I could. That could go in so many ways. I also tried to do this and failed miserably. I'm fascinated. Oh. All pigs are charming. Get ready. My topic, or my my noun, what have you, is Piglet from Winnie the Pooh. Why, you might ask? He, he's so sweet. He's so innocent. He spells his name P-I-G-L-I-T. But everyone else spells it with an E, not an I. This leads me to believe that not only wait, is wait, he... Who is, what do you mean? Piglet. Everybody? So Piglet's name is spelled P-I-G-L-E-T. He spells it P-I-G-L-I-T. You might say, oh, he's just like a baby. He doesn't know. I postulate wildly, wildly postulate that, in fact, he's living a false, complicated life, a separate identity. He's letting all of us know, but also keeping it a secret at the same time. Piglet, one of the poo, is a liar. I feel like I've clicked on a link that said, <laughs> flatten your stomach with one old weird tracker. <laughs> Basically, are we saying that the residents of the Hundred Acre Woods, that are, they they just willfully misspell Piglet's name, even though he tells them how to spell it? Or that, yeah, I think he's, he's he, my, my theory here is that he has fostered an expectation amongst his peers that his name is spelled with an E, but it's actually spelled with an I. And this is just him screwing with, uh, I don't know, Tigger and Eeyore. Why would people be mean to Eeyore? He's already very sad. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a rough life. I mean, also at the same time, 
Why would one not be mean to Eeyore? Oh, He's already going to be miserable about it. You might as well use him as a human punching bag. Well, donkey punching bag. A donkey punching bag. <laughs> donkey ever heard, punching bag. Ever heard of donkey punch? <laughs> Yikes. Hello. Hello. Pretty sure that didn't go down the 100 acre woods. This is 100 acre of dick. Wow, Who knows? Who knows what Piglet's double life is? I don't know. No one does. He's a liar. Piglet I is a lying pig. like Kelly's category for this. That's fair. Mine's, mine's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I just knew I like had different things for this and all of a sudden I was like what is something that will really like what is a capitalism thing that will really rile up Mary and this is what I came up with <laughs> I went on a jazz odyssey so much that I was like what were we talking about <laughs> alright um, the next one is my category um, it appeared in episode 23 conspiracy theories um, for reptilians and phantom time hypothesis, which I was like, that's just, those are such unlikely answers to the things that are baffling in the world. How did they arrive at it? And my category for that suggested that they got there via Occam's riding lawnmower, ballistic, her- colon, ballistic heuristics, which is to suggest that as opposed to Occam's razor, which is the simplest explanation is the one that probably is the most correct. This is saying the most complicated and convoluted and roundabout way of arriving at a solution must be so. It's not that all everyone that we elect is funded by giant corporations and therefore basically um, f- like <laughs> kills the American public to pay for them. No, no. They're lizard people. Obviously. Surely. Surely that's what's going on. Um, so for this uh, for this item, I tried to think of uh, a problem that I've seen in, in everyday life solved in the most absurd way possible. This is something that I have seen done. I would like it just on the record. Uh, seen it IRL. Oh, we, we, we're documenting this. Is, this is going in the public podcast record. <laughs> Using Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> As a regular tortilla chip replacement. <laughs> First oh, of all, oh, fuck you, you know I do that. Ah, Kelly, you oh don't! This part of white girl nachos. Kelly, that's the weirdest thing I... Oh, oh man, my t- my feet are fully, like, seized. <laughs> my toes are so curled. I have little crescent moons attached to the bottom of my feet. Kelly, that is horrifying. Just buy tortilla chips. But sometimes you don't... Have tortilla. Sometimes you Why just came off a cold, <laughs> and so you have Doritos in your house, and you got to use them up for something. You could Kelly, just have that, I, okay. tor- them. Okay, so you have a cold, so you get Cool Ranch Doritos. That's going to make you. That's colder. not true. That's not true. You get a spicy. You one get a spicy uh, Dorito. Okay, okay here's this the is thing. Barblor. I said okay, yeah. Cool Ranch specifically. I also think it's completely savage to use a nacho cheese or a spicy one. It is slightly less savage. Hmm. Cool Ranch is not acceptable. What about classic taco flavor? More acceptable. In the 70s style bag. More acceptable. Okay. <laughs> but still, just buy a regular tortilla chip. Guys, you know, I didn't, uh, I know the point in this episode is to look back and reflect on our, our actions as podcasters, but wow, we're, we're looking into our own lives here. We're looking back on I, our own personal choices. I didn't choices. know Kelly had such bad chip decisions in a bag. Kelly. <laughs> oh my God. Ganging up. Sorry, Kelly. We'll stop making fun it's of you too I, much. <laughs> at the next uh, potluck event you have, I am bringing... 
White Girl Nachos mm. with Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh, you mean you're going to give us a flashback to our first Cinco de Mayo in Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> True story. Everyone brought Doritos. Yes. <laughs> and, and somebody brought a guacamole full of chopped up hard-boiled egg. All right. So that, mm. well, that, that, took, that took a controversial turn. <laughs> Kelly, what are you? Uh... Mary and I are both going to get in a fist fight later. Uh, oh, what? I'm so full of pork. <laughs> you're going to make me vomit. <laughs> I'm full of just as much pork as you. Let's go. So guys, remember, this, this seems like there's a lot of differences right now between the two of you, but you got exactly the same thing for dinner tonight. So there's, there's a lot of ground. love. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of love. Of love. Oof, man. Uh, mine is, what is the theory you have to convince yourself of when you hear a noise in your house? Oh, that's a good one. As you all know, sometimes I hear, I live by myself, sometimes cereal I hear killers. noises and I think it's serial killers and I say, oh no, Kelly, you set the alarm. It can't be a serial killer. And then I think, what if they came in before you set the alarm? <laughs> what if they've been here for a hundred years? It's not boop, your boop, furnace. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not your cats rattling around in my house. Turning on a Roomba, <laughs> which is what they did last night in the middle of the night. Excellent. Excellent. Did you did you think a very noisy murder was in your house? I thought that somebody in the house next door to me was sawing things and it didn't stop. And I was just like, that's weird. And then I heard cats skittering about. So I was like, hmm. I know what that is. It's a cat thing. <laughs> it's a Roomba. Do you, who do you think's turned it on? I think Gracie turned it on. Or she forced Oscar to turn it on by scaring him and he scuttled away as he does. Oh. <laughs> they must have been just so beside themselves. Uh. With more. <laughs> so let me tell you guys tell you, let me tell you guys a story. That happened to me today actually was was quite maddening. So I I've, I was recently started a new job. I love it. It's great. But I got a Fancy ass computer, the fanciest computer I've ever had. Uh, it's a Mac Pro with a touch bar. Never, Ooh. I know, bragged Andrew. But today, he uses his thumb to open it. Which I could, yeah. My computer froze up on me, and this has happened to me so many times. I mean, I'm, I've, I've lived long enough to have computers freeze up. And what do you do? You hold down the power button. <laughs> you let it stop. You hold down the power button. Say, die. You stay down. <laughs> But 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 here's a here's a here's another story. Uh, when I first got this computer, the the power button was on the touch bar, and I accidentally touched it many times because it's right up there, and it's not it's not a button. So my computer would go to sleep, and I was like, ah, I'm gonna remove that. So today, there I am. My computer's frozen, and I don't have a power button. Sleep, damn you! To turn off my damn computer. Similarly, the first time I got uh, my iPhone 10, some time back, I had an alarm go off, and I I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. There was no, there was no button. There was one tiny, tiny little button on the screen. What, what am I talking about, guys? I'm talking about Apple products that don't have buttons and use screens instead. This is to me a source of constant frustration and deep, just, just, just displeasure. I feel like you're pandering to the Android user among us. No, I, I'm a dedicated Apple person, but like I can't. St- if given, given the the simplicity and beauty of a button, why would you put a screen instead? You know, you know, when I had a phone with a button, I just reach over, touch the button. Now I have to pick my phone up, look at it, touch. I'm, now I'm acting like an old man. But my thing is Apple products that don't have buttons and have just screens instead. I think they are dumb, overly complicated, and don't actually solve. They create problems that they don't solve. That's my hot take. Got it. Having said all that, I think Kelly gets this one. <laughs> that was fantastic. Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Kelly's like daily double. 
Yes. Next round. Oh. Next round is the daily double, guys. <laughs> uh, so back to me. My second second side category is Tyrannosaurus Rolex. From episode 23, Conspiracy Theories. Also Conspiracy Also Conspiracy Theories. theories. Maybe, maybe, there's a, maybe there's a conspiracy theory behind why we have these back-to-back. Well, funny mm. enough... Uh, You'll find that this topic was also used for the same ones that Mary's last one God, you guys, used. I must have been so well, good. That yeah. means that I won two categories. That means that, Ke- that means that Kelly beat us both at our own game. Wouldn't it be nice to know what her category was? Perhaps you should go listen to Conspiracy Ooh, Theories. Ooh, it's one of my favorite episodes. Um, so, yeah, this this is my category, Tyrannosaurus Rolex, for the uh, topic reptilians, that rept- reptiles uh, rule the world. And the Phantom Time Hypothesis, which is much more complicated to explain right now. Uh, and you should check out on the episode. Um, so why did I pick Tyrannosaurus Rolex? Well, first off, what is this category? This category is deeply blunt. Basically, I thought to myself, okay, so the idea here is rich people were lizards. If rich people were lizards, lizards would wear Rolexes and be kings. So Tyrannosaurus not Rex, but Rolex. Doesn't Tyrannosaurus Rex also mean like king of the lizards? Yeah, it's a tyrant lizard. Tyrant lizard. Yeah. Mm. You so guys like, are going to be so disappointed when you see what the actual categories are that that I won with it. Oh, well now I need to know. <laughs> Tell us. Uh, one was... Castle. Castle. <laughs> Cold-blooded. Take it and see. Oh, that was, I mean, that's a good that's category. A good and that's, the other was... Uh, you went with two different categories. Yeah. Shit. Uh, moon shoes on a trampoline. That's a fantastic. <laughs> that's category. a really good yeah. category. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I accept <laughs> it. I will grant you that condition. In the condition of speaking, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so, so again, my, the She's category. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so again, this is another one uh, that was relatively simple, but I think slightly more clever than a cool dude. Um, what? Um, what did I pick as an object? Well, given that this is just a deeply, painfully obvious and unsubtle category, I've chosen a similar painfully obvious and unsubtle thing to represent it. What is that thing you might ask yourself? Well, I'll tell you. It's a set of promotional watches released by Burger King in 1997 in celebration of the film Jurassic Park, The Lost World. (laughs) Tyrannosaurus Rolex dinosaur watches. Is that a real product? It is a real product. In fact, each watch, there were four watches, each which had its own name. Do you know what those names are? Yes. Watch number one. Something has survived. The watch. The watch? (laughs) Watch number two. 3D Stego. The watch. Wait. 3D Stego. Like Stegosaurus, but not spelled all the way. Well, it must look like a three-dimensional Stegosaurus. They're they're pretty flat watches. How many many two-dimensional Stegosauruses are there in the world? Great question. Um, I owned a lot of dinosaur books as a kid, so There are none at the public museum. True, true, true. Only that that one. dead, very three-dimensional. Yeah, very Seems much three-dimensional. Uh, the third watch was yes. called Dino Eye. Dino Eye. Dino Eye. That is a great premise for <laughs> a police procedural. Dino, Dino Eye. Is he a private eye? No. Dino Eye. <laughs> they have to. It means that he has to look at things sideways because his eyes are all the way behind his ears. <laughs> uh, um, and, and you think you know what you know what. <laughs> You know what Dino Eye? They always get away. Dino oh. Eyes <laughs> just run right in front of him. He can't see you. <laughs> don't or actually, don't actually, zigzag to the left no, or right. Just stand totally still. That's the trick with Dino Eye. But guys, you might ask yourself in regards to the fourth watch. What did Dino Eye, the detective, do in his free time? What he did was spend some techno time, which is the name of the fourth watch in the set of watches. <laughs> 
about dinosaurs. I'm sorry, what is your item? Technotype. <laughs> it's a set of promotional watches. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. So the fourth promotional watch from Burger King for Jurassic Park The Lost World is called Technotime. 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 Is that which which Jurassic Park was this for? The second one. With so Jeff Goldblum. It still has Jeff Goldblum on it. Yeah. All right. Are you arguably the sexiest Jurassic Park movie? I think, well, no, no. second. Second sexiest. His shirt Because the, the first one's the sexiest, because you have Sam Neill, hubba hubba, what a babe, and also shirtless Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Did you see? And Laura Dern's no slouch. Beautiful. Beautiful yeah. woman. The Chris guy. Pratt just finished the uh, Daniel diet. <laughs> The, the Daniel Feast, I Daniel believe. Feast the Daniel Diet. Feast. Oh, yes. if you had said Feast, I would have instantly oh, known, so sorry. obviously. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The Daniel Feast, uh, is that because he's suddenly becoming a uh, Christian nut job who hates gay people? Yes. Great. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Great. But so sexy. <laughs> also, like, definitely cheated on Anna Ferris. Also, definitely a slime bag. Yep. Also. Basically, d- got not fat and dumped his wife. And Jurassic World was a garbage movie. <laughs> and Jurassic World was a garbage movie did not even get a single promotional watch in Burger King I bet <laughs> you know the saddest thing about Jurassic Park The Lost World uh, that if you watch it and I haven't watched it in years but it it, it features uh, as a sort of uh, supporting character uh, not Vincent D'Onofrio uh, what's his name Vince Vaughn Vince Vaughn wait wait, wait which one is this the, the Jurassic Park The Lost World he's he's one of the researcher assistants the most recent one has Vince Vaughn. No, no, no. Vaughn D- Jurassic Park: The Lost World. Okay, but what we're talking about the second Jurassic Park oh, movie. Oh, second Jurassic Park movie. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Vince Vaughn is in that movie. Yes. yes. Okay. And you, you watch it, and you realize that there was a point in Vince Vaughn's career when he could have done anything. He couldn't. He wasn't just schlubby guy in bad frat movie. Like he could have done other things that were actually not good, but like you know. Though to be fair, I feel like he was either going to be a schlubby dude. Like a pitiful romantic lead, all of like a John Cusack, mm-hmm, yeah. or always playing a serial killer. Yeah, yeah, like those were the three options that lay before him. And honestly, all of them are kind of tough. You know what would have been a good role for him though? Dino Eye. Dino Eye. Dino Eye. How far apart are his eyes? We have to measure. <laughs> Great question. We need a three D stegoscope. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right, Kelly. Do 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 do. It's the Daily Double. Oh. Oh. How much are you going to bet, Kelly? Are you going to bet all of your all of your non-existent CO points? I'm going to risk it all. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, Does that mean we yank away her categories if she doesn't win oh, this God. one? It's going to be a lot of work for me. That's too much. A lot of editing. Well, we don't. The points do not matter on this <laughs> show. Points do not matter. I don't understand. What is an item for sale at the Creation Museum in Kentucky? Oh, a Tyrannosaurus Rolex behind the glass case. Behind the glass case. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's like when you go to a natural history museum and they have, for some reason, like pashminas that are so expensive, and you're like, (laughs) why? Who buys this? Who's gonna Who's gonna shell out sixty dollars for a scarf? Look, I came here to buy a slice of agate for my 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 desk. Pardon me. I don't need a pashmina. Pardon me. I came here to allow my children to shuffle through a (laughs) open bin of polished stones. And pick four for their own personal collection. <laughs> hey, you uh, got to, excuse me. I'm here to get a, a alligator that I can put in my bathtub and it expands to be the size of my bathtub. <laughs> that just really proves uh, that my mom really knows me. I just, I just ran out of pyrite. I, uh, <laughs> I need, I need some more. <laughs> I'm here to purchase. This is an actual story of me at the Creation Museum in Peter, oh, yeah. Petersburg, Kentucky. Um, a shirt that featured some DNA, a Tyrannosaurus Rex, a volcano going off, 
maybe a spaceship blasting off, like a rock ship blasting off to space and said, science is awesome. <laughs> From the Creation Museum. Oh, sure that's did. A, it's uh, actually a shirt that is many places. Oh, yeah. In many science museums, but it's just like they put on the sleeve. <laughs> but if you cuff your sleeves so you can roll your cigarettes yeah. in them. Of course. Then you don't see that. Like all cool creationists do. <laughs> like a real yeah. cool dude. Would be. Uh, yes. Whoa. Ooh. Um, I also tried to go, too ironically, go to the Creation Museum once when I lived in Kentucky. It was too expensive, though. It is very expensive. So expensive. It's very expensive. I... Did, but did you take a picture of yourself out front riding a dinosaur? Oh, should have. Whee! I forgot that that is why you have picked this category. So I went in a different direction <laughs> where I was like, a really old-fashioned, a really old-fashioned posh thing. That's... Great, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I arrived at you can, was you can pick whatever you want for the category. You know what, honey? You do your, you, you do, do you. you. Yeah. I picked, so I I chose as my noun, Fred Astaire dancing to putting on the Ritz. Oh, <laughs> an okay. old. When you watch it, you know it's like an old timey thing, but it's also like a grand thing that you're like, that's amazing that that existed in the world, hmm. and also it's deeply posh. True. And when I went back, so Fred Astaire dancing to put on the Ritz is arguably one of his best accomplishments as a dancer. Uh, I liked when he was lighting fireworks oh, holiday. <laughs> you just love that blackface number. <laughs> I like when he's lighting, lighting fireworks with his cigarette. With his cigarette. <laughs> but I, so I was watching this and um, my eye, what did my eyes alight on but a YouTube comment? And I would like to read it to you. Oh, please. Excellent, please. Thank you. So Xerxes Hedron said, <laughs> sure. Fred Astaire is one numeral of the greatest dancers in the world, yeah. comma, ever, comma, the other is Gregory Gregory Hines, period. And then Jerry Government piped in with, <laughs> don't forget Gene Kelly, who really revolutionized dance. This is typical Fred Astaire, the dance of rich cocksuckers. Gene <laughs> Kelly and D- Donald O'Connor were the dance of the everyday man. <laughs> and that really solidified <laughs> for me. Choosing Fred Astaire for Tyrannosaurus uh, Rolex. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's a pretty good round, guys. Pretty good round. But wasn't Gene Ooh. Kelly famously a dick? Yes, and, and Fred Astaire was supposed to be a very, very yeah. nice person. Gene Kelly was a dick of the people, Kelly. <laughs> but a dick for the people. Well, not a dick so much because he left all that cock sucking to the rich. Whoa. Whoa, Jerry government. Whoa. <laughs> Jerry government sounds like he could be the nemesis on the show, so, Dino. So guys, guys, do you think Jerry government has some seriously deeply held opinions about about American dancers? <laughs> Oh, Jerry government. <laughs> Jerry government. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so who takes it, guys? Jerry, Jerry. As much as I love Mary's, I like the cat. <laughs> I like the comments more than I like the category. Or the noun. Yeah. If Jerry Government was here, I'd give it to him. <laughs> but Jerry you know, Government you would, is... would say, Jerry, 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 Jerry. And he would Jerry. know that I'm giving it to him. What? And, and then he the would IRS. be like, that's the cock, that's the cock suckers day, uh, daily television. <laughs> wow. Maury's the way. <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> what were your other categories? Uh, oh, uh, Andrew, it goes to you then. Yeah. Uh, I think. Promotional watches. Promote Burger King promotional watches yes. for Jurassic yes. Park, The Lost World. Yes. 
Yes. Dino Eye. <laughs> okay. Dino This next category was mine. It's uh, from the episode, episode 14, Fictional Places to Get a Cup of Coffee. Um, and it is Sex in the City 2, uh, colon, Horrible White People. And it lost for Seinfeld, guys. Oof, man. What were you thinking? I don't know. Oy. New York City, baby. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting people, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Disgusting places. Babies, baby. baby. <laughs> so I really thought about um, modern equivalents of Seinfeld and Sex in the City. Can and I guess who you're going to reference? Can I guess? Yes. Lena Dunham. Of course. <laughs> okay. But it's more than just Lena Dunham. Okay. And I said, what is the perfect intersection of New York City, HBO, and white lady feminism? <laughs> and it's not just Lena Dunham. It's a <laughs> guest letter to the editor penned. By Lena Dunham. Ugh. And I suggested that perhaps it would read something a little bit like this. As I penned an unnecessary response to a question no one asked, I couldn't help but wonder, do the facts matter if I've already crowned myself the voice of a generation? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Mm. Uh, I have, uh, what is how you feel after saying Target? Oh, Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Hmm, hmm. Yes. How does how does uh, your man friend who is from the land of the targets feel about calling it Tarje? I have not. You're not there yet. I, should yeah. You should bring it up when you <clears throat> visit his family next when weekend. I'm, we should. I should be like, oh, we should just run to Tarje and watch like time slow and their his entire family like turn their turn their dino eyes to me. <laughs> <laughs> And you again, just stand totally still. You'll be good. Um, and then so, use the elevator, or the escalator with the <laughs> cart lifting. Hop in the cart lift to escape. No yeah. one will catch you. Wee! Dive into a dollar bin of erasers. <laughs> uh, so I went with a bit of an obvious one for me here. So to remind the audience, I am a biracial person. Uh, my father's black. My mother is Irish Italian. Um, and one thing that's plagued me literally my entire adult life is random white people trying to touch my hair mm. or asking me if I can say racial slurs because why not? Asking you to say oh, racial no, slurs? Oh, no, if I can. That's <laughs> like, a common thing Like with a lot of white dudes be like, Well, anybody you can. That's well, not reaction. everybody can. You know what? Not everybody can. <clears throat> true. Some people have horrible speech impediments. <laughs> true, 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 true. Um, yeah, many, many, many white dudes have asked me if I can say, whispers like, can you, say, can you say the N word? I'm like, can, can like, you say yeah. it? It's like, I guess I could, but I'm not gonna right now or you, probably ever. <laughs> Do you yeah. lean into them and whisper, no, and then kiss no, them no. in the ear? No, no. I lean, <laughs> I, lean in, I lean in and I say, nachos. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kiss them on the nose. Made with Cool Ranch Doritos. No! <laughs> um, so my, my reference is particularly all of the white people who asked to or actively, without asking, touched my hair. During the course of my life. That's fair. That is very fair. That's fair. I think it's me because I have the whole New York element. Yeah, there, there's know? there's poetry to that, though. My personal also, struggle is... Also, don't you think that girls... <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I feel like girls is like the... like the Oh, it's definitely the era. Yeah. on the air apparent is a perfect way of yeah. putting it. Two sex in the city. Heiress apparent, please. please. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Next Beautiful. is one of my categories. Robo tripping through the flowers, which uh, was from subver- subversive beach reads. 
and it did not win the categories Go Ask Alice. Hmm. Uh, the Babysitter's Club, Dawn, and the Surfer Ghost. I understand for Dawn and the Surfer Ghost. I'm pretty surprised it didn't win for Go Ask Alice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although, maybe it's just because you know the person who wrote it definitely never robo-tripped through the flowers. It's very Because <laughs> they're like, golly, drugs are the best. <laughs> if you may remember that I, for that entire list, I looked up uh basically <laughs> definitions for parents who are scared about their teenagers doing the drugs and the sex. I remember that. Mm. Uh and so I picked words from that and that is why where mm. robo tripping through the flowers came mm. from. Nice. Uh my category is what is or rather your topic. My topic, sorry. What is how it feels taking multiple cold medications to get through a day at work when you should have stayed home. It also doubles as the flaunt or the letter F. Oh, the letter F. Capitalism. Because you can't go home. That's true. You don't have sick days. That's true. Brutal. My category, my my topic in this case. Everybody has categories. It's five. It's it's a great. It's ingrained at this point. We've been doing this for 30 episodes, guys. It's kind of. As soon as we unlearn it, we're back to the category game again, guys. So you might as well. You might as well keep it light on light on the gray matter. Don't don't let it (laughs) sink in. Just say whatever comes to mind. Say what you feel. Yes, let it happen. Let it come out. My my topic is five gentlemen by the names of Steve Cooper, Dave Bredix, Jeffrey Knoll, Larry Schwartz and Mark Gravich. Who are these people? Who are those people? Great question. Who are those people? Let me tell you a little story. Something happened in 1971 in San Rafael, California. These five young teens at the time uh, decided to hang out. Well, first off, uh, worth noting to, to keep the conversation explored, they called themselves the Waldos. Why? Because they like to hang out by a wall outside their school that's they were terrible waldos. what waldos so the waldos uh why 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 are the waldos why am i putting them as my topic well in 1971 they they hatched a plan to search for an abandoned cannabis crop that they had learned about based on a treasure map goonies style let's say um and the waldos designated the the, <laughs> the statue of louis pasteur on the grounds of their high school as the place they would meet at four 20 p.m. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, and they, from launching from 4.20 p.m., tried to find this crop, but didn't. This story became legend. And now, worth noting, Oregon Senator Ron Weidenhaus has proposed Senate Bill 420 that would give states a free hand to allow legal cannabis. So the the, the five White teams. House? White House. Tough. What, no, Weidenhaus. Weidenhaus. Yeah, White House. White House. <laughs> That's tough. So yeah. That's so tough. my my topic Rough. for robo tripping through the flowers is the Waldos. The Waldos. Who invented four twenty you know as what? a concept? Whoever said we weren't? Why are we? We have an educational podcast tag. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have never robo tripped, but it seems terrible. Um, have you, you taken know, cough syrup with codeine though? Halfway there. Uh, I don't know. I haven't. I don't think so. No. I'm not. I wasn't raised among cough syrup people. We, <laughs> we were a Sudafed family, yeah, so we you know it's all about you, it's the, all about that meth. The Johnsons didn't have that scissorp. <laughs> I don't know. We were we yeah. were we were pills people. Wow. We yeah. did not go to UWM in the golden days, which is whenever he went to the health center, they were just like cough syrup with codeine in it. 
Uh, you're like I missed what? a period. Cough syrup with Cody. It was just oh a, it was God. it was just a it was just a friendly orderly <laughs> with a big spoon, <laughs> and you drank it and like and like uh, Mary Poppins went mm, mm. rum punch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I imagine what it would be like to robo trip through the flowers, and I was like <clears throat> garish colors, potentially slightly nausea inducing movement. I'm squinting over the luminescence potentially, and there's only one thing that I can think of that elicits that reaction for me on a regular basis. So I'm saying that robo-tripping through the flowers is a yet undeveloped level of Mario. Oh! <laughs> oh. Can't you see like a robo-tripping yeah. through the flowers level? Yeah. A lot of flowers. Yeah. I think you could that. Big cough syrups like yeah. disgorging themselves on you. <laughs> <laughs> you jump on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Congrats. Thank you. And if you step in it, then you're all like, woo, woo, woo. The screen goes wild. Yeah. Yeah. Do, 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 do. That's not a Mario thing. That's a. Yeah, it is. No. Do, 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 do. No, that's like a. That's just that's a vaudeville. Da, 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 like, da, da, that, that, that's, that, that's just uh, the old hoop and stick <laughs> <laughs> thing. Uh, my most winning, my winningest category, you mean? Yes. Uh, so it's back around to me for the final round. Uh, my final second sight category is Buried Pleasure from episode 17. Summer Jams Part 2. So the premise of Summer Jams episodes were to look at the number one and number two songs uh, from the summers of a certain set of years. And during the course of that, uh, in Part 2, a couple songs popped out, particularly uh, She Ain't Worth It by Glenn Medeiros the featuring... Girl Ain't Bobby. Worth It. Yeah. And uh, Don't uh, don't Take It Personal, Just One of Them Days. Just One of Them Days. By Monica. Um, just One of Them Days when I have my period. Basically, yeah. Um, and Not I, hateful, just real. Yeah, and I called it Barry Pleasures because I I'd forgotten about those songs or had never heard of them. I thought they were fantastic, so they are uh, treasures because they're the hits. I, they're buried because I forgot about them, or sorry, pleasures because I like them, and buried because I forgot or did not know about them, like buried treasure. Fast forwarding to today, um, this was the most interesting topic I explored for this, guys. I took myself on a journey. So I thought to myself, buried pleasure. This is where you took yourself on a journey? Yes, what was everything else? Is this a walkabout and everything else was just a stroll around the yeah, block? Yeah, exactly. This, this, was really, <laughs> this is an attempt to really find myself. So buried pleasure, a simple category with a simple purpose, as I just described. Um, really, like the, the way I would describe it, so it's referring to things that are popular. Uh, I hadn't heard of them. They're a little bit sexy. So what did I do to find the appropriate topic for that? Well, ladies, I uh, cracked open a fresh incognito tab, <laughs> searched for most popular fetishes, <laughs> and of course- And went down a deep, dark hole. Yeah, I ended up on Reddit, uh, yep. <laughs> where I found a handy scatter plot somebody put together of popular fetishes. My thought here was- Scatter again, plot sounds like a fetish. It does, doesn't it? Um, so, <laughs> like, okay, so my plan here is I'm going to look at this 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 graph, this this plot here, and I'm going to go from the top. So the, the y-axis was- um, uh, reported sexual interest, like popularity of the fetish, and the x-axis was tabooness. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start at the top left where like the most basic stuff was and kind of go down until I get to get to something that I'd never heard of before. A buried pleasure. <laughs> um, so you might ask, what was the first thing? That- is this also something that you're sexually attracted to? No, this Can is I just... Can I just get into this? No, this is... I'm going to be very clear about that. This is not something that was appealing to me. This, this is I, not your bag, This is not my thing. Baby. Going on record, I just signed it's by something, Austin Powers. It's <laughs> something that I had never heard of. The first thing that I'd never heard of going left to right on the list, it's and like that was girl some, on girl, <laughs> like sex. 
What is that? Penis in vaginas, sexual intercourse. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Damn. Wow. Whoa. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Uh, oh, my Lanta. Jesus. Uh, the, so the, 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 yeah. <laughs> we should. Oh, man. The first term I encountered, which I'd never heard of before, is something called FUTA, spelled F-U-T-A. Uh, so I opened another incognito tab in my incognito window. And I, Are you gonna Google? Nah, nah. I, I Google it and the first thing, oh man, so uh, the, the results came back. What did I see at the top of that list? It was. Just one of them days. The Federal Unemployment Tax Act. <laughs> I was like, this, Kinky. Doesn't, this doesn't seem right. <laughs> but hey, whatever gets you off. Uh, but I dug a little further and it turns out uh, it's just an abbreviation for the Japanese word for hermaphrodite. Hmm. So nothing particularly crazy, but I never heard of it. And uh, that's my topic. Hmm. Futa. The fetish. Um, the other daily double, Alex. Ooh, we should right. really be helping you out with this. Nah. Uh, I like doing my own. <laughs> Kelly's like, I work alone. I work alone. Thank you. Uh, what is a deep zit that you finally pop? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you're not wrong. but Oof. Wow. Yep. I went with scones. Sure, I think they're the most overlooked (laughs) breakfast bread in America, at least. And they're sort of like halfway between a croissant and a biscuit. And that's amazing. They're a very pleasure. They're a great breakfast bread. I like a scone. Yeah. Scones are good. I think, Mary, just for wholesomeness, I'm going to give that one to you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm saving the world from like Dr. Pimple Popper (laughs) and like weird internet porn. Though, if you're hermaphrodite, good on you. Yeah. yeah. But you shouldn't be a fetish. That shouldn't be a fetish. That's just people. Live your life. Was it anime? Yeah. What was this? I didn't dig that oh. deep. Yeah. Aren't you Aren't you relieved that I came in with a Great British Bake Off <laughs> answer? Yeah. Like like so many times, the Great British Bake Off just really came in and like <laughs> smoothed out a I rough situation. I thought this was going to go as like, you were both like, just like sitting in your living room. You know, just clicking away on your respective computers. Clickety clackety. Clickety clackety. He's looking at fucked up porn. You're watching the Great British Bake Off. I mean, that's not I'm far looking off. at recipes for scones. Yeah, I was like, huh. Wait, when you say that's not far off, it makes sounds like our regular like Tuesday night thing. <laughs> yeah, you know. And I would like to correct the fair, record on fair, that fair, fair, front. Fair. Uh the next category the next category is for me. <laughs> Don't you patronize me. <laughs> Uh, it is lavender gum, which is the grossest thing I've ever heard of. Uh, it is from the episode about cults, and it is about uh, fundamentalist Latter-day Saints and uh, Family International, a.k.a. the Church of God, which, as you may remember, are disgusting people. With lazy names. The Church of God? Mm. Come on. Tells me nothing. Not Tells a damn thing. Latter-day Saints. What about current-day Saints? <laughs> what about stairs? What about saints? former? <laughs> what about future Saints? Yeah, I want to know. I want to look ahead. You know what? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my item is, what is the worst thing you can buy at the Milwaukee Public Museum candy store? Uh, disagree, because you can buy black licorice there. <laughs> You're wrong about black licorice, but yeah. would you rather eat black licorice or lavender gum? Lavender gum. Ugh. You'd rather eat lavender gum? I would rather eat almost anything edible. <laughs> You're and going to get that traditional... cat in between the alley. You're like, mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so I, I I knew that lavender gum for you. I well, I actually misremembered potentially, but I thought it was sort of like acquired taste. <laughs> Which when I saw the things, acquired when taste, I saw the things I was like, man, you're really taking a wide wide open mind towards these things. Although Latter Day Saints, but whatever, they're not fine. the fundamentalist. Latter yeah. Day Saints, fine. <laughs> yeah, fundamentalist, um, no good. So I thought you were talking about like an acquired taste, but I couldn't really make hay out of that. I mean, like, yeah, there is stuff, but like, I was just like blue cheese, and I had just come off scones, so I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do any of that. So I started thinking about like what, olives. What, what um which by the way I like all of those things. But yeah. um lab- acquisition of taste. Some of us are just born with it, baby. Wow, yeah. Um some of us are born with it. Um so I started thinking about like how lav because lavender lavender as a food stuff is popular. Yes, weirdly. But why is it popular? Because it seems sophisticated and bougie. I don't think anyone actually likes lavender flavored Mm. things. I think that they just like the way lavender things make them feel about themselves. It's similar to people who like macarons, macaroon cookies, and like want to be like, they're my favorite cookie. I'm like, no, they're not. They're just weird, wet clouds. (laughs) You don't really like those. So that led me to how I feel. Lavender gum is how I feel watching every episode of House Hunter International where a white woman is moving to Paris. <laughs> She's like, I love it. Parisian things. I love it. And they're like, your uh, oven is also your washing machine. Enjoy. And she's like, and she's like, and she's like, Oh, <laughs> that'll be ten thousand US. <laughs> like the woman imagines herself chewing lavender gum and laying in a claw-footed tower, and actually. <laughs> What she gets is a weird, moldy, tiled room yeah. that she has to sleep and poop in. <laughs> and that's how I feel about lavender gum. Fair, fair. I took a slightly similar attack. That my, my interpretation, my recollection of lavender gum was that uh, I, I also felt when you say that, it does sound fancy. Like you could sell that like an anthropology or something like that. You know, they do. Like, oh, no shit. Well, of course. Of course. And, you know, yeah. But, it, but ultimately, like. It's gross. gross and overpriced there. Yeah. So, like, what's something Just really like fancy? Paris. Wow. What's <laughs> no. something You're going there. I, I'm into it, but I would never yeah. move there. Yeah, what's something, like, that seems fancy or purports to be quite fancy, but is actually quite disgusting? And uh, I went with what I think is kind of obvious, but also quite good, and that is a little cheese called Kasu Marzu, which, uh, if you didn't know, is that cheese in Sardinia that is made by letting flies lay their maggots in it. And when you eat it, the maggots can jump five inches out of the cheese onto your face. Oh, don't worry. Don't eat the cheese if the maggots are dead. They need to be alive. Yeah, because otherwise it's bad. Otherwise it's bad. So that's something that is very fancy, purportedly, but also the grossest shit I've ever heard of my entire life. Kasumarzu. Yes. Yes. I don't feel lavender gum is quite that gross. No, but it's something that's fancy and gross. I took it to the extreme. I'm between you two. I have taken myself out of the situation. Reclused. Reclused. I I don't mean to be rude. (laughs) Recused. Recused. I want to give this one to Mary. Mary. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. The last category we're rounding out this round is this round, this episode. Um, This round of fun. Is from episode 20. Jolly uh, Japes. Great Lakes Tourist Traps. Um, and it was for the Loveland Castle, uh, a place where a twisted old man gathered young boys together in a knighthood and ultimately died because he set his pants on fire, <laughs> trying to get a gun out of his waistband. And I remember what category won this. 
Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, and uh, my category for it was Heartland of Darkness, because this castle, this, ca- this castle, castle. Uh, that he built was um, uh, in Loveland, Ohio, and so Heartland, obviously, Great Lakes. There you go. Um, and my category played with another famous river that runs through that state. And I thought about sad things that have happened in the Midwest. And I simply said, when the Ohio River caught fire due to pollution (laughs) is the heartland of darkness. Yeah. 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 Uh, I actually, for mine, I referenced something else from that very same episode. Uh, The thing I'm referencing, of course, is the Sun Aura Resort uh, in which the the gigantic leg sundial exists now i'm not now my topic is not is not explicitly the leg the leg itself or sun aura resorts but what sun aura resorts was in the 1980s which was a place called naked city <laughs> that had a teeny bopper miss nude teeny bopper contest and it was run by a man who was a pederast and uh, was named dick dick <laughs> If you would like uh, more on this subject, please uh, look into our episode 20 Great Lakes Tourist Traps yeah. where we detail the entire history of, of, of Dick and his Naked City. Yeah, so Naked City to me seemed like the heartland of darkness. Which, <clears throat> yes. And, actually, and I think that, that my my permutation on this category actually did win that category, which was heartland, of, which was heartland colon after darkness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew and I took similar tacks. I also mm-hmm. took something from that episode and turned it into my noun category, not category thing, which is what is the feeling you get when you get to the gun room at House of the Rock? <laughs> because that's when the despair set in for me. <laughs> that's when the deep despair sets in. I think it has to be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it. Because there is something to be a little bit proud of that the Ohio River caught fire. <laughs> it's kind of impressive. It's yeah. kind of cool. I mean, it's sad that it's about pollution. Yeah, but it's like, like how it's gritty. sad that it caught fire more than once. Yeah, yeah. There's like that waterfall. There is the most famous time in '62 where it caught yeah. fire. But yes, it has caught fire a couple times. <laughs> there's that waterfall on Yellowstone that the sun hits. It looks like it's on fire. Weak. <laughs> <laughs> you want a slow, just sludgy, burning fire, stately fire just going by. <laughs> Uh, accompanied by catfish the size of VW bucks. <laughs> With at least three eyes, half of which is on fire and they don't even notice Maybe it. Maybe some loose limbs in that soup. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ohio River's terrible. Much like uh, the state it's named after. I forgot to but. tell you guys. My mom was telling me about they uh, you can spearfish for sturgeon on like Winnebago. Sea monsters? Wait, sea monsters? <laughs> and a guy caught one that way that was over like at least 83 years old and was like oh no four feet old. four feet long that was my reaction to and like a hundred pounds oh my god whoa I bet that was a scary looking thing sea monster yeah sea monsters sea monsters well guys sea monsters we we, <laughs> we we end as we began this time around by saying we did it we did done it again we did done it again we did it in a way that we've never done it before. Yeah. And I think it was fun. I enjoyed That's it. why yeah. Andrew had to look it up on the scouting block. I think uh, I, I, I liked that we all were consenting to it, and I think it was fun. Yeah. yeah. There we go. So uh, congratulations, uh, and good work. Good work. I do want to say, if anyone wants to listen to us say Sea Monsters a couple more times, episode 
21 mythical lake monsters in north america sea monsters so thanks for this joining us in this bottle episode slash plug for our own show (laughs) that is our show we ran out of money and we had to record a show on our show (laughs) (laughs) let's uh let's end up and let's let's go around after we've done a bunch of shameless plugs for our old episode and just do a quick round robin and uh recommend an episode that we haven't mentioned this 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 episode with our categories <laughs> that we think that people should listen to. Episode. I love episode 11 awkward Oscars moments. Oh, that's a good one. Hey Snow yeah. White. Hey Snow White. Oh my God. Hey Rob Lowe. That, that was the most writing I've done going into an episode Get, ever I think. Yeah. That's true. Oh. That was, a, that was a lot of work. It was that or the, like my magnum opus about oh. um uh, the InSync Christmas special <laughs> or, video. or not to not to overplug with the uh, your your great lifetime commentary your, your fake oh, lifetime movie plots yeah. oh that was on, for uh, uh, conversation, conversation hearts. hearts yeah yeah uh, thank I, you yeah really good. that's good wow. that's good uh, I, I have to go out for uh, uh, sort of a, a largely not one I kind of forgot about initially but uh, episode 13 Illegitimate Children of Zeus uh, I think it was good because it was both uh, it was surprisingly educational for me uh, doing a lot of it was a lot of research on my part uh, and I thought it was pretty funny Hercules or Heracles oh my god <laughs> who put the hair in Heracles who put the hair in Heracles yeah. no who put the gla- gladiator Heracles who put the hair in Heracles his jeans his hair um, <laughs> just saying um I recommend episode 20, uh, it's a little bit more modern. You guys mm. did a farther reach back. But I recommend episode 24, uh, Weird Celebrity Diets, which we did while we were still fat and bloated from Thanksgiving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Guess what? Still fat, just less bloated. Now, it's great. A little bloated today. It's, it's yeah. a really, yeah. It's a really weird, it's a really weird, fun episode. And uh, I think highly educational into... Um, how messed up we are how, as a society. How not to eat. <laughs> how not to eat. Yeah. Sea vegetables. Sea vegetables. Yeah. Oh my god. Smells. Uh, <laughs> eat by smells. Here's the secret. Don't eat smell. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Uh, well, guys, it's been a fantastic journey, and we'll continue uh, ahead into the future. Uh, so, thank you for joining us on this uh, j- look back for our, uh, in celebration of our thirtieth episode and uh, sort of re dirty thirty dirty thirty. This reinvestigation of our, our past accomplishments. If you want to check out some of those accomplishments. They are available on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify now, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, and others. So check those out. And, of course, check us out at OutrageousMechanisms.com, the newly revamped OutrageousMechanisms.com. And uh, bye. 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 Outrageous.